Hello and welcome to Color Me 40. I'm your host and sister friend Coco. If you're interested in relationships, health, wellness, and hearing a few corny jokes along the way, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share the tips and tricks I've learned over the years. So stick around. As far back as I can remember, I've been a people pleaser. My ideas were not mine. I'd taken on others' ideas, others' opinions, and I made them my own. My actions, my decisions that I made as it related to everything from how I wore my hair to what I did for a living. It was all contingent on wanting to please. I've seen or I've come to know that that those things worked for me at that time. I am in a phase or in a point of time of where I have to stand on my own. Over the years, I've acquired knowledge. I've been a sponge for knowledge. I've been a forever student. Anything that piqued my interest, I always took the time to find out more because I found it to be exciting. And at this point in my life, I'm seeing how I am supposed to be firm in my knowing and in my understanding and share. I'll say as far back as I can remember, I knew that I was supposed to teach. And the reason why I say that is as a child, I recall, um, you know, we went, my mom would have family over to the house. It would be my cousins oftentimes or family friends, and they would have their children. So it would be my, you know, my aunts and uncles, their children, and then the family friends, which would have children too. And so it would um, a lot of times be, okay, y'all kids go and play. And so that meant get out the kitchen or wherever the adults were and go to the other room away from them because they would be doing, you know, indulging in adult beverages or whatever, have an adult conversation that ch- children needed not be privy to. And so oftentimes we would either go outside, more times than not we would, we would play in the driveway. And it would be left up to the children to decide what they wanted to play. So of course the boys more times than not wanted to play, hey, let's play kickball. Or let's do, I don't know, let's play basketball in the backyard. And leaving it up to me, I would always say, hey, let's play school. And instantly I would follow that by saying, I'm going to be the teacher. And so no matter how old the children were, which a lot of times I was the oldest, I would have maybe one or two family friends where they would have an older child. But 
nonetheless, I would still be the teacher when we had school. And that went or it translated into a few years later when it went was time for me to go to school. I always assisted the teacher. I was the quote, quote, teacher's pet. It went on to me being in the second or third grade and tutoring other children. So it started out tutoring kids in in my actual classroom. There were some instances of where I tutored children that were slightly older than me on subjects because I love math and I loved English, or at the time it was spelling. And that stuck with me. When I went to high school, it was involving myself in um, helping my friends with homework. When I went to college, it was volunteering at the Boys and Girls Club in a capacity of sharing information and tutoring. And even as an adult, and I found myself working in different positions that didn't necessarily have anything to do with teaching, I found myself learning systems, learning processes, documenting them, and sharing that information with others. So teaching in some capacity. And so I say that story, long story short, again, I'm at this point of life of where I know that I am supposed to teach. Now, when it came, I knew this back when it came time for me to decide to go to college. And my thought was, teachers don't make any money. I'm not going to be a teacher. I'm going to be an engineer because I know they make a lot of money and I want to help take care of my family. It still didn't mean that I didn't know. It's just I didn't necessarily choose to go down that route. But here I am, 40-something, <laughs> and um, I am called to share the knowledge that I've learned from my experiences, from the travel. I'm called to share. I'm called to share it in the capacity of teaching. And so this is definitely something new because it goes against the grain of everything that I've known my entire life going against the grain in the sense of I'm no longer in the capacity or having the desire to want to please what I want to do is really live out my passion and my calling You might ask me, what does that look like? Living out my passion and my calling. Be super honest and say it is. It's going to be a work in progress. (laughs) Because in this moment, I have this overwhelming, overwhelmingly urge to do so. Prior to this moment, it's been, hey, I have to be in beast mode. I have to take care of my family, my responsibilities. I have a car note to pay. I have rent. 
I have other bills and I need to have the ability to help my family at any given moment. And so that was my motivating factor. And it's not to say that those aren't still motivating factors for me to be on the grind and me to do what I need to do. But at this point in life where I'm closer to death than I am to being that newborn, it's a matter of perspective. It's a matter of looking back on things and seeing whether or not I've actually done what I've been called to do. Because I I firmly know that we each come to this earth by way of our mother's womb. And we have an abundant amount of gifts. And we come here with a purpose, a mission. And somewhere along the lines, we might lose sight of that. But that doesn't negate the fact that we are called to do things. So it's a work in progress for me. It's um, different. I spoke before about it not necessarily being um, scary. It's taking myself out of the comfort zone because, you know, I could easily just stick with the status quo. And, I, you know, I come up with these different analogies or examples. So, of course, this this um, conversation will be no different. I think about myself going into a department store and for the sake of conversation, I'm going to say Macy's. And so I would walk into Macy's. I knew that I wanted an outfit for, you know, a, a casual occasion. And I would see a mannequin with, you know, a color corded outfit, court, a color coordinated outfit, and it would pique my interest. So I would look through the racks for that specific outfit. And that, you know, summed up my level of creativity. And more times than not, depending on what it was, if it required some type of heel or, uh, you know, a flat shoe, I'm going to go with black. I don't care <laughs> unless it's just absolute white. And I say all that to say I am at this point in life of where I'm no longer... I no longer have the desire to just pull off the rack based off of looking at that outfit that the mannequin has on. I'm actually taking the time to go through the clothes, the racks, and figure out or come up with a creative outfit. And it's so very different. It's definitely outside of my comfort zone. On one hand, I'll be um, honest and say it's nerve wracking as hell. Like, I don't want to do this. But the other part of me knows that it's something that I'm supposed to do. And it's going to bring me a great amount of joy and sense of accomplishment. 
And again, it's something that I'm supposed to do. I can't run from it. I've been running from it for all of my life. And that's something I've spent this weekend kind of in hermit mode. Plus, it's been cold outside. It's like 30 degrees here in the South. And you know who's trying to be out <laughs> in the cold? So that's been my excuse. But um, yeah, I've had a whole lot of time on my hands to really think. And I've had a couple of woe is me moments. But I know I'm up for the challenge. Hell, I've overcome so much in my life by, you know, taking one step at a time, putting on one pants leg at a time, sending one email at a time, writing one word on a piece of paper at a time. I know it. I have this. I got it. And I'm going to make the best of it. So got to make it happen. So in this moment, I am, I'm on a quest to hone in on that passion, carry out the mission, live on purpose. And I'm challenging you to be a part of the process. Or at least listen to me. (laughs) Be my virtual accountability partner. I plan to be more consistent in posting to the podcast. Because that's a part of it too. And being on purpose, carrying out the mission, I have to be consistent. And I know that is has been an issue for me because being this lifelong um, student and learning all of these things, it's like, oh, okay, you have to really focus on the follow through, but not only the follow through, being consistent. Hey, don't start a new book before you finish reading the other book. Or, you know, actually, when you start cleaning up the kitchen, clean it up in its entirety. So I, yeah, I plan to be more consistent. Because I am slowly digging my way out of this um, stuck phase. And I'm making all these great um, inner thoughts. I'm bringing them to life. And especially through these recordings. So in closing, I say the only thing that's coming to my mind is we're all in this together. (laughs) That was so corny. (laughs) Okay, that's all I have. I'm out. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Color Me 40. Be sure to listen to future episodes on your favorite podcast app. I'm Coco, wishing you a colorful day filled with tons of laughter and a big Kool-Aid smile.